I've been down to the bottom of every fucking bottle. Okay, maybe not every bottle. But definitely Jameson Black Barrel. Definitely Jameson. Definitely Crown Apple. Two Crown Peach. Crown. Three bottles of tequila. This goddamn quarantine, man. Yo, uh, it did not turn me into an alcoholic, but uh, it did not help my alcoholism. (laughs) Shit, luckily I'm highly functioning. Goddamn me. But I cannot deny that I am probably goddamn an alcoholic. Drink more than anybody you know. But I think the definition of alcoholic is if it if it impacts your daily life like negatively. Alcohol doesn't impact my daily life negatively. It impacts my daily life because it keeps me from drifting into, you know, mental states I don't want to drift into. Uh and it also it also it's also where some of my some of my creative juices come from, but um, but it definitely doesn't have a negative effect on me. So, yeah, I've been to the bottom of a couple of goddamn bottles during this quarantine, uh, a couple of eight or ten. Uh, I don't know, I lost count. Uh, <laughs> so, I am Fat Boy Digger, and this is I have spoken. Um, a lot of this episode is going to be uh, influenced on probably my new favorite podcast uh me myself and money uh, there's a section on there when you go check it out there's a section called questions that need to be answered i'm gonna answer some of those goddamn questions today uh here on my show um but before we get started on my show today what i want to do is i want to pull out my top five another thing i saw from me myself and money so money shout out girl uh yeah I'm, I'm 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 about to steal some of your shit um top five podcasts at the moment even though I might have done this before her. I don't know. But anyway, let's move on. Um, number five is going to be Talk is Jericho. Um, I love Talk is Jericho. It's a great show. Um, the biggest thing that I like about it is that it is not just wrestling or just rock and roll. Because, you know, he's a wrestler and he's a front man for a band. It is other things. Like, he he he, he handles other topics. He has, um, he has guests come on that doesn't have anything to do with the two fields that he's in. And I think that's awesome. Uh, I, you guys know how much I love random. Uh, doesn't get more random than this podcast. Um, so that's awesome. Podcast number four. It's still LeVar Burton reads. I grew up with LeVar Burton, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a reading Rainbow Kid. So fucking just just digging into the shit that he likes uh, is basically a podcast where he's reading you short stories that he enjoys. Absolutely no rhyme or reason. Once again, there's a running theme here. It's random as fuck. The only thing that the books have in, have in common is that he likes them. You catching the theme here? Random is, random is as random does, right? Then number three, we got to go to my homeboy, my big brother, OG Big Door. And um and uh real spit. Um I just like his style, man. I like his storytelling. Uh he tells you about what's going on, uh about a couple of stories that went on in his in his world. And it and his podcast is evolving, so that's really cool to watch it evolve. Uh he got several different segments on there. He got the paranormal segment and a couple other things going on. So it's really, really, really cool uh what he got going on uh over there. Fucks with him real hard. Um um, number two this week is going to be, uh, the last degree of Kevin Bacon. Uh, it's unlike any other podcast I've heard so far. Um, I'm not familiar with the pre-written, uh, basically soap opera format. You know, uh, anybody, nah, everybody, well, I can't say everybody. Most of the people that listen to my podcast are not quite old enough to remember, uh, uh, soap operas being on the radio. 
uh, we were all TV babies, but mm, the majority of y'all are 35 to 44, so you guys at least know that once upon a time, soap operas were on the radio, and that's what um, The Last Degree of Kevin Bacon reminds me of, um, what I would think that that would sound like, you know what I'm saying? And number one for the week, the lady that I stole a lot of this from, well, I ain't stealing anything from her, but she asked questions on the questions that need to be answered by section of her podcast and i'm gonna goddamn answer some of them questions goddamn me um me myself and money that's definitely number one for this week um listen i think it was only her second one um but the jump from her first one to her second one was light gears first one was super casual super um super um um uh sitting around the table talking to my best friend dope you know what I'm saying? Not that she's my best friend, but I'm just saying, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? So, but in the second one, when she hit you with the second one, it was so crisp and it was so clean and it was boom, 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 boom. Never missed a beat with the transitions. Um, studio quality sound to me, at least. Um, and it was just crisp and super, super clean and really inspired this podcast, man. So I can't wait to get to that segment, but that's not how we're going to start it off. We're going to start it off. Like this. Welcome to dinner and a motherfucking movie. Yo, so with this uh, with this little break from my normal everyday grind, I've been cooking a lot, man. Um, and you know what? You know, uh, I've been just putting my skills to the to the test. Not really to the test because I haven't been doing anything fancy. Just comfort shit, shit to make me feel better. A lot of fried foods, a lot of fried chicken, uh, things of that nature. I think I mentioned that a little bit last week. Um, but yeah, that's why this section is called Dinner in a Movie because I've been cooking and watching Netflix, man. That's all the fuck I've been doing. Um, and movies I watched this week started out with a movie called 3022. Now, this is a bizarre fucking movie. It's one of those movies that do... Um, the back and forth shit from the future in the past, from the future in the past, you know, the p- future and the current, like, like present, that's the word. God damn it. Future and present, you know, like sometimes it'll catch you off guard because you'll be watching a fucking, you'll be watching the way that it's, the storyline supposed to be going forward. Then all of a sudden it'll jump to the future where it's, where it's just Omar Epps. And it's like kind of weird, but, um, it's a lot of things going on in this movie. A lot of shit to unpack. Um, basically is about. A group of astronauts that went into a space on a 10-year mission. First of all, um, if they actually do 10-year missions, I didn't do any research. I don't know. Do your own goddamn research to see if they do 10-year missions. But that's fucked up. Like, you would have to be completely dedicated to NASA and have zero family to commit to a fucking 10-year mission. And one of the young ladies on the the boat had a daughter. Like, I ain't going to give you too much of the shit. But, yeah, Uh, actually, I'm going to give you the whole shit. I'm going to give you the whole shit because it's one of those hidden gems that y'all didn't see when it first came out. And y'all probably don't even know it's on Netflix. Um, The fucking. So <laughs> they're on a 10 year mission and then the earth explodes. I'm going to let that sink in. Now, my question to you is. What the fuck would you do if you were on a space? station and you were um you know keeping in contact with everybody at home you knew you was gonna be gone a while and then all of a sudden you know your your contacts go away 
and you know you start monitoring it monitoring earth to see what's going on and you watch fucking earth explode like watching them react to this really got me to thinking about how i would react to shit because i don't think i would have the same reaction that they would you know it's a handful of us on this space station we're the last people alive right I'm not trying to get back to Earth. I don't give a fuck. If why why am I trying to get back to a planet that I can't even land on? Because you can't, you know, there's it's it's fucking exploded. Like I don't, what, what, huh? Like how vain, cocky, and arrogant am I to think? Let me get back to Earth because my people might not be dead. The Earth exploded. You watch it, watched it explode. You see this, 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 uh, formerly. Uh, green and blue fertile fucking planet is now all black and in pieces so what in your head goes i gotta get back to see if my people are alive like <laughs> i get it you know you gotta think for nine seconds you gotta do something you have no choice but to do something but my thing would have been how can i maximize my fucking life support how can i maximize this fucking food and we just gonna do what the fuck we can do on this fucking space station until we can't do it no more. I'm definitely not trying to get back home because there's no home to come to. You know, I don't know what what what, what type of reality this is because obviously it's futuristic. If there's other planets that I could get to, I doubt it because they didn't mention any other planets. But I'm just saying, like those would be my thoughts, not fucking. Let's go back home. You know, uh, just my thoughts, and then like. So how would you feel knowing that you were the last people on earth? That's that's my question to you. Uh, how would you feel knowing that you was the last person on earth? Second movie I watched this week was an older film. It was a little older. It was a movie called Molly's Game that I didn't see when it first came out. Molly's Game was dope as fuck. I'm not going to give you the whole premise of, that, of, of Molly's Game like I did 3022 because you might actually watch that. You may have seen it. If you have seen it, cool. If you haven't, it's not really a spoiler because it's from 2016. So... Fuck you if you haven't seen it. Um, but my question is, what do you believe in? Now, in Molly's game, she was a she um, she ran a poker game. OK, feel how you feel about gambling. I don't give a shit. And the reason she got in trouble is because she took a piece of the, she took a piece of the profits making it an illegal game. Now, they had her dead to rights. They took all her money. They did everything that they could do. To the, you know what I'm saying? They put her in jail for a minute. Uh, well, they they put her in jail for a brief, brief moment. They didn't even show it in the movie, but um, you know, the trial was going on and all of that, and all they wanted her to do was give up the names of the people in her game, and she was like, "No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not about to sell out the people who come and sit at my table. I'm not doing it, you know." And my favorite line in the whole movie was. That's my name. The only thing I have in the world is my name. I'm not finna fucking burn my name to get out of prison. I'm not finna burn my name uh, to get my money back. I'm not finna burn my fucking name. That's all I have. When if I go to fucking jail and I stood on my motherfucking word, I go to my I go to motherfucking jail because I stood on my word. If I get out and I stand on my fucking word. Everybody who I stood on, who who I stood on, whether they fuck with me again or not, whether they send me money or not, whether they even respect the fact that I didn't spit their name or not, I know I didn't burn my name. 
Now, y'all don't know me, so y'all don't understand how fucking important my name is to me. My name is so fucking important to me, motherfuckers couldn't pronounce it, so I gave them something easier to pronounce. <laughs> you know? Like, you know what? Fuck, I, no, no. You're not finna just keep butchering my motherfucking name. Here's something that you can fucking pronounce, and my name fucking stays whole. My name uh, remains this fucking integrity. You know who the fuck I am and what the fuck I do, no matter what alias you know me under. You know I'm a stand-up motherfucker. Well, what I mean stand-up is I ain't gonna put nobody else in my shit. I do some dirty... I've done some dirty shit. I do some dirty shit. Whatever the fuck. But I ain't gonna put nobody else's name in my shit. If I go down, I go down. It's me. I did it. I ain't bet. I own that. My name is my motherfucking name. The whole reason I started watching The Wire is because I seen uh, I seen uh, Marlo Stanfield. He hit him with that. My name is my name. And then I had to go back and watch the whole motherfucking series because that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? My name is my motherfucking name. I am who the fuck I am. I'm fucking Butch Reed. Goddamn me. Uh, you know, now that's a super, super common name, so I don't give a fuck if you fuck that one up, that's why I use it, you know, it ain't really my name, goddamn me, fat boy digger, cause I digger, y'all, y'all know who the fuck I am, goddamn me, some of y'all, my name is my name, and I stand behind it no matter what, it's all I have, it's all I got, my, my, my name is my daddy's name, my name is my granddaddy's name, I'm not burning that, Got me fucked up. Uh, and then I watched a movie called The Bygone. Now, this movie missed. Oh, my God. It missed on every fucking level. It was supposed to be uh, a movie set in today's times with, you know, a bunch of people with old school cowboy values. This one guy in particular. But unfortunately, this one guy in particular was a bitch. Like, he wanted to be the hero, and he wanted to be the cowboy, and he wanted to ride off with the girl, and he wanted to save motherfuckers, but he was a, a whole entire bitch, and for the first, like, 15 of the movie, 15, 20, 30 minutes of the movie, he was getting treated like a bitch, you know, and it was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it, like, I just, it just, it just wouldn't work, because he wasn't enough of what he wanted to be, I got that he fucking felt a certain way, and he had certain values, but he couldn't back it up, and then he wasn't even smart enough to find a way to back it up without getting his ass whooped and getting drugged like a bitch. Like, you ain't got to be the toughest motherfucker in the world. You really don't. But goddamn, like, at least be smart enough to fucking, uh, to fucking goddamn figure it out to where you're not getting your ass whooped at all times. You, like, you got to outthink a motherfucker. It's like Rey Mysterio beating The Undertaker. You got to outthink a motherfucker. Take his legs out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just bugs me that he ran straight ahead into a fucking fist over and over and over again. It's, it's just dumb. Anyway, that was dinner in the movie. And now it's time. To answer those questions that need answers. This week, she only had two questions, man. So I only got two answers for you. Question number one. What's the big deal about coffee and Kareem? Let me answer that for you real quickly. Not a motherfucking thing. 
Anybody out there bitching about the movie and how it was too much and how they got kids doing shit that they shouldn't be doing, fuck you very much. One of the most popular movies of all fucking time, the cult classic Goonies. If you ain't got no problem with motherfucking kids going on a whole goddamn quest and adventures and pirates trying to kill them, fuck you and the kid going to a strip club talking a little bit of goddamn language. Especially when all of your motherfucking kids are two times as bad, three times as bad or worse. You the motherfucker defending them when the teacher put them out of class. You shouldn't have put them out of class. You the motherfucker that's out here putting them on social media, shaking their ass and all that bullshit. You the motherfucker that got out here, got these kids in the grocery stores, grabbing whatever they want, talking back to you, being hella reckless. Yes, I'm talking to you, Karen. Goddamn, you got kids on TV uh, fucking smacking you and shit, talking about you're scared of them, all that bullshit. You the motherfuckers calling the police on your kids. Fuck you, Karen, it's a movie. That child got paid. His his or her parent his 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 or her wow. His parents were probably on set giving him the green light to do what the fuck he had to do to get that bread. He was playing a character. Lots of people play characters that do shit outside of their character. If that's the type of actor you want to be, that's the type of actor that you go that you are. Now there's a lot of actors out there that won't do a character that's out of their fucking character. And I fucking respect those uh, those those actors a little bit more than those actors that'll do anything with no moral compass. But that's my personal opinion. I'm not going to fucking get on the Internet talking about what bad fucking parents this kid's parents are. It's acting, children. It's acting. Nobody really died in that fucking movie. Nobody fucking really died in like any fucking movie. Goddamn me. Except for fucking uh, Bruce Lee <laughs> kid uh, with Brandon Lee. But uh, my point is this. It's acting. You don't like the movie? Cool. Shut the fuck up and don't watch it again. Question number two that she asked. She asked if we drinking water during this quarantine. Now, as I started out this show talking about I've been to the bottom of every bottle, I will admit that that first week I was kind of uh, I was kind of in my feelings. Um, and I drank alcohol more than I drank water. But since that first week, I've been doing a lot better with my water consumption. I'm drinking out of a mason jug. Uh, 42, uh, 42 ounces at a time is how I drink my water. Huge Mason jug. Like I'm fucking goddamn me in Georgia, some goddamn where. So yes, I am drinking water very much. So, um, just to try to balance this shit out and equal this shit out and not die. You know, my liver is already mad as a motherfucker. So I'm trying to flush it out as much as I can. Uh, I am taking breaks in between my binges. Um, the first week I probably drank all. I probably drank like eight days in a row. Um, but after that, you know, put a day in between, put two days in between. Um, usually just a day, but I did take a two day stretch cause I went really, really hard at first. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely drinking water now, getting my shit right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was my first podcast since all this shit happened. Where I didn't mention this shit. Yeah, I'm mentioning it now, but I'm mentioning it to fucking pat myself on the goddamn back because I did a corona-free episode. Goddamn me. I'm proud of that. And my next episode is going to be corona-free. And every episode here forward is going to be fucking corona-free until we get back to normal, goddamn me. Hope you guys are doing well. I am Fatboy Digger, and I have spoken.